0: Welcome to the Age of Plastic podcast with me, Andrea Fox. This is an environmental podcast about trying to live a less plastic-filled, less wasteful life. About how to eat, shop and do things differently and more sustainably. I named it the Age of Plastic podcast because I think that's what we're living in, the age of plastic. It's in our oceans, it's in our soil and our bodies. And for me... It's a shorthand for some of our big environmental issues, from overconsumption, to overuse of fossil fuels, to the harming of our air, soil and water quality. It's a gateway issue and it links into so many other aspects of our lives. So we don't just look at eco-issues of plastic waste, this podcast is full of expert guests who talk about everything from ditching fast fashion, to food waste, and plastic-free beauty, to recycling bins, and we share a simple eco-life hack at the end of every single episode. So if you're intrigued about doing your bit for the planet, I made this podcast for you. This is also my journey too, so I hope you enjoy, tell your friends, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. and welcome to this episode of the age of plastic podcast with me andrea fox hi thank you so much to all of you who've been leaving apple podcast reviews for us or leaving comments wherever you listen i do read them all uh, so thank you so much you can also get in touch as well our social media pages on instagram age of plastic podcast and you can find me at hello i am andrea fox if you're a twitter user just come and say hi andrea underscore fox and if you've got an eco life hack or a guest that you think will be brilliant for the age of plastic podcast oh my gosh please get in touch uh, you can probably do that the best and quickest way by heading to my website iamandreafox.co.uk and uh, just click on the contacts form there okay Today we are talking travel and travelling sustainably. I'm really excited to have done uh, my very first ever like um, podcast where they've actually interviewed me. Oh, guys, I've been doing this for so long, I've actually learned something about sustainability. Uh, the brilliant India Pearson, who's from Green On The Go podcast with Holiday Extras, chatted to me and that is going to be out in a few months' time. I will make sure to let you know when it is out. But uh, I'm going to put out my chat with India today. We talk about so many interesting things things and sustainable traveling going plastic free of course whilst you travel and she just had some brilliant tips which I would never have considered ever ever ever. Uh, So I have to say there is a comment when doing the edit that I realised I'd said uh, that millennials of which I am one uh, don't want to house buy of course with house prices no longer five times your salary but more like 20 times your salary what I should have said is can't. Um, So just FYI on that I'm also slightly mean about cruises And listening back, I just want to say, you do you, babe. Whatever kind of holiday you like doesn't have to be an adventure holiday, I promise you. There are some great tips in today's podcast. So without further ado, let's find out exactly what Flight Scam is, where in the world's doing really forward-thinking work on sustainability, and the surprising holiday destination, which is lagging behind. Here's the Age of Plastic podcast and my chat with India Pearson from Green on the Gun. Indy Pearson from Green On The Go podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on the Age of Plastic podcast.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Now, if you haven't heard Green On The Go, um, this is a podcast from Holiday Extras where they do loads of amazing travel tips. And your podcast is kind of focused on how to travel better, how to travel more sustainably. So I'm hoping you can give us loads of tips.
1: Yeah, we've collected quite a few tips along the way.
0: <laughs> so how do you think, in your experience, holidaying has changed in like the past few decades, would you say?
1: Oh, massively. I mean... Yeah. Just from a personal level, the way that I travel is changed massively. I has think, it? Oh yeah, definitely. I I used to not th- think about you know indulging in the culture so much. It was more about going and getting a tan, sun, sand, sea. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I think, and then I did a backpacking trip to Australia when I was about twenty-three, and um, it's the classic. It is the classic. <laughs> it's like the gateway into all other backpacking <laughs> worlds, and. um and then I sort of realised, hang on a moment. I, I, we didn't plan any of the places we were going to. We, you know, obviously things like the apps were sort of coming, started to come out, booking.com. Yeah. store World. And we, could, we did it as we went. And that was really exciting. And then, since then, it's sort of continued. And now I want to go to far-flung places. I don't want to know where I'm staying. I almost don't want to do that much research on a per, for my personal trips. Really? I want to have zero expectation and then anything is possible and that really excites me uh, that's probably not the same for a lot of people out there but it still has changed the way that we travel in the fact that you don't go to a travel agency anymore I was going to say that's got to be the big thing for yeah. you guys right no
0: more high street travel agents yeah,
1: absolutely and you know you're not going there you're not Package holiday, right, what are we going to have? We'll take that one, thank you very much, because the travel agent says she's been there and she said it was really nice, they did great cocktails. And uh, and then you, you know, you get your flight, you get transfer, you go to your hol- your, your hotel, you might do a, your one-odd excursion to a water park and then you'll come back. Yeah. It's very different now. It's It's very much about kind of building your own holiday. And... You know, you, you'll, you'll go on Skyscanner and you'll find your flight. Right, that one works for me. Oh, actually, I could stop off in Singapore there. So I might as well do two days in Singapore and then carry on. And then you might say, oh, we could do five days um, in Bangkok. And then, oh, why don't we go down to Ko Chang and do five days on an island in Ko Chang as well? And I think the world has opened up and it's 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 become bigger in the sense we've, we now know there's so much more out there but it's become smaller because once you've done a trip over to Australia you you realise that Anywhere else is going to just seem like a quick hop over.
0: Totally doable, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's really interesting because, f- like flying and travel, it's still such a privilege. But it used to be just for the people right at the top of the pyramid, yeah. really, really loaded. And you now it dress seems up. fancy yeah, to get exactly, on the and smoke on the plane. Yeah. Um, but nowadays, it feels like you've got low, co- low cost airlines, and I think millennials maybe house buying is not the thing that younger people want to do but what they want is experiences they mm. don't want the stuff, they want experiences and I think, would you say that Instagram's kind of, and YouTube and things like that are kind of leading the way when it comes to like, how to find holidays? Oh
1: absolutely, I mean there's been plenty of places that I've seen on Instagram and you know, you, because the location is added exactly. to the photo, you then go in, you Geo look at tanks. Google Maps, Maps, hang on a moment where's that? Okay, I'm going to save that for myself, and then if you want to explore somewhere, yeah, you'll put it into YouTube and you'll find a vlog. And so it's not, um, you know, a holiday company selling it to you. It's a personal experience, and you can take what you want from that. Or you'll follow some, you know, an influencer or that you admire, <laughs> and then you'll think, oh, they've gone there. I want to go there too. Yeah. You know, so it it's definitely changed, and I'm not. It's changed. There is some good stuff that's come from it, but equally there's a very negative side to that Instagram travel world because yeah. we, what we've experienced is Instagram is one small box and you can hide a multitude of sins, you know, behind it. Mm. I think one of the biggest times we really felt it was actually filming a travel guide in New York. Oh, yeah. And um, we went to... Um, brooklyn bridge and there's this like amazing kind of Instagrammable place it's like one of those instagramable <laughs> places of new york that you go there and you, and you see and it's got the bridge in the background and it's got these you know really iconic gorgeous um new york streets and mm-hmm. it's it's like ticks all the boxes and um, and the, and the water behind and we were like we need to go there because this is going to make some great content we get there it was just filled with people doing oh weird gosh. stuff. People are weird, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, like what? It looks good on if you look at someone's Instagram, like them doing some po- walking pose or whatever. It looks really great on the Instagram. Oh but when gosh. you see the camera, like some guy with a camera filming some girl walking, and she's going back and forth trying to get that walk looking perfect. Oh man, it just looks so weird. I mean, it's kind of great. You just want to sit there, have a cup of tea and watch. Great people watching, right? Have you ever seen Boyfriends of Insta? Yes, hilarious. It's a bit like that, isn't it? Hilarious. And talking
0: about New York, I think um, the Joker film, Mm. the stairs that he danced down now, they're Mm. absolutely full of Instagram influences. Absolutely. I mean, I've done it as well. Like, if I'm going away on holiday somewhere, I will check, like, oh, there's this lovely cove in Mm. Italy. We should go there. Mm. So I kind of guess that we sort of changed from going to the high street to looking online. I think when it comes to fashion, we see a lot of people trying to keep up with the Instagram of like, oh, I can't be seen in the same outfit mm. twice on um, Instagram. That's really bad because obviously fast fashion is even worse for the planet than travel. Mm. But do you think that maybe Instagram has a bit of a dark side when it comes to all of these, making all of these places popular then?
1: Oh, massively. Absolutely. I mean, there's like, there's a place in Iceland that's, I think it's got a... Um, an aircraft that crashed or it's a disused aircraft real photographers used to know about it and it was you know somewhere they'd go and you'd have to stop drive and then hike for an hour or so to find it now there's a car park set up
0: wow so that
1: people can come and park up the car get the photo and go and it's not about experiencing a, a place it's about getting the photo which I really upsets me because I just think, hang on a moment, like, why are you travelling? You're travelling to get a photo to show back home. You're not travelling to indulge in the culture and yeah. to taste the food and speak to the people. Um, we definitely found that when we were making a guide in Santorini. It's a beautiful <gasps> island. Beautiful so Greek pretty, island. so
0: expensive. Oh, yes, I swear expensive. we went to Cyprus because <laughs> we couldn't afford <laughs> Santorini.
1: <laughs> but... Um, there you get the um, cruise ships coming in and obviously they've <gasps> now am I right time. in thinking
0: cruise ships are like one of the most damaging ways to they're, travel around the oh, world
1: oh yeah they're horrendous <sighs> absolutely horrendous and obviously people are coming in they're getting two or three hours there hordes of people coming in and they literally would come they'd there'd be like a spot that they'd all go to with like the sea in the background and the white blue top buildings they'd get their photo and then they'd Move on. And 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 it been and next, and next, and next. And I've even seen it. I remember when I went to Ghent on a personal trip um in Belgium, we went to Tourist Information Place and there was a little booklet that we picked up and it actually one chapter was Instagrammable spots. <gasps> which is which is insane. I know it just makes you cringe, doesn't it? You're like, Oh god. Um but yeah, so it's it's it it has changed the way people travel. Um and i'm not sure instagram chain has changed it for the best. yes, it's it's opened mm. up to places that maybe you wouldn't have known before. but um for me, i think if you're traveling, you want to be able to put down your phone and yes. just go in and experience it. i've recently in that from
0: um
1: india. i went there on a personal trip and i like deleted my instagram, deleted my facebook and just put my phone down. so I wasn't thinking about putting stories up or anything like that. I've just wanted to be in the moment, mm. and from that, I, I you know I must have spoken to so many more people mm. because if I was waiting for something rather than look at my phone, I'd just start chatting to the person next to me instead. And and that's the real magic of travel, isn't uh, it? Yeah, the connection. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That actually, what this is, what I'm learning more. The more I travel, the more I realise it's. Yes, the place that you go is amazing, but it's actually the people that you meet mm. and, and the locals. And That's the
0: real memorable moment. Yeah,
1: definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's really interesting
0: because, like, I feel like travel is one of those things that even though we know it's not great for the environment to get on a plane, it's just so enriching. People are still going to do it.
1: Oh, yeah. And I mean,
0: maybe we're using Instagram a bit more, but there are bad and bad and good sides to tourism however you're finding out about those places right
1: oh absolutely and life is about balance Mm. and I'm very much about that and you know yes the travel industry has a lot to answer for um there is a very negative side to it but the way I see you know I'm I'd say I'm borderline obsessed with traveling (laughs) I'm not surprised considering considering your job and the podcast Brain it in a bit um you know, and I and I have and I've changed. I've had toned it down a lot more. I before when I was younger, I was like twenty one, twenty two. I would set myself a challenge: thirty countries before I hit thirty, Whoa. and and I, and I did it. And now I've done it. I'm like, hang on a moment. I don't need to be so like go, go, go. So for me, because I know I need it, like it really feels feeds my soul. Like mm-hmm. I kind of, makes me who who I am. Mm. I think, and I've learned so much along the way. It's not about the travelling. It's about how I'm doing it, yes. how I'm travelling. You know, and is also, this the concept of like slow travel? Yeah, yeah, that that comes into play absolutely. You know, making travel part of your adventure um, and just making conscious choices—they might cost you more money, mm. but in the long run maybe that means that the places that you go to are going to be around a lot longer. Like Machu Picchu. Well, I was yeah.
0: talking about this earlier. I'd love to go to Machu Picchu, but they're basically closing it because they've had too many tourists. Yeah. Machu Picchu doesn't need me to go there, and there is still plenty of the world I haven't seen.
1: Exactly. So you can't get too mad about these things. Absolutely. And, there, and that's the beauty, like finding pockets that aren't on you know instagram like just yes i'm I'm quite like my partner and i we have a camper van so we're able to just we haven't taken it abroad yet but it's even in the uk we just we go and we just see where we end up and we camp on the side of roads and we you know and there's no we're not planning on seeing anything we're just going with the flow and that is so much fun (laughs) one
0: one of the most sustainable holidays you can have is a staycation right so i love that oh absolutely and there's some amazing places to see in the uk
1: yeah really cool places to like, see like
0: i haven't been surfing in hawaii but i haven't been surfing in nuki yet either so yeah, there's like so much exactly. to explore all on you need doorstep. is like a six
1: mil w- wetsuit and it's basically <laughs> the same thing <laughs> just the same
0: <laughs> squint and it's sunny yeah, honest
1: exactly
0: so you're finding that sustainability is like a, a real thing that people are searching for and want in their holidays when they're booking them now
1: definitely yeah absolutely i think it's if you've got obviously we, we obviously book everything online nowadays. So, oh yeah, if you've got a site that's saying looking for down your hotels, and there's one that's got the green badge on there, and you look into it, and it says that it's an eco-friendly hotel, and it's you know coming up maybe a little bit more expensive than another one, i th- more and more people are going for that option.
0: Wow. Um, I wonder whether they will get rid of the five stars and we'll start seeing more like eco stars. Definitely. In the .com
1: have started to do to wow. do something similar to that. Um. I'm not saying it's it, it, every everyone is doing it, and there's still, uh, you know, that the sort of all-inclusive culture still exists. And Would
0: you say that's probably the least sustainable? Oh yeah, it's.
1: What is it's, it about the
0: all-inclusive that's so bad? Do you think?
1: I think it's because you f- feel like you want to get more f- as like get your money's worth. You have paid for it, so you're going to have as many, whatever it is, cocktails or whatever as possible three portions at the buffet yeah whether you need it or not um,
0: that's a good point I hadn't thought of that
1: yeah and that is that's the danger there and you know also it's you, you're going all that way you know Mexico for example is a really famous place it's a place for all inclusive hotels you're going all that way and quite often you're not leaving your hotel that's a waste of a flight. Yeah. It really you is. Could have gone, you could have
0: got the train somewhere way closer.
1: Exactly. Because
0: flights are the big pollutant, right, when it comes to greenhouse gases oh, when you're going on holiday.
1: Yeah, yeah, they are the big one. And so if you're, if you're going to go all that way, make a trip of it. Make sure that you're exploring. And one of my favourite sort of sayings is, you know, be a traveller, not a tourist
0: oh that's a good one yeah i like and, that
1: and really connect with where you're going um and you know obviously safety is I, i've spoken to some friends and they're like oh no we like to stay in all inclusive hotels because we know we're safe okay fine but most of the time if uh, if if there's all inclusive hotels you're in quite a touristy destination anyway so mm. wherever you're going to go is going to be relatively safe within reason um
0: and also I live in London so a number of people oh say yeah. that to me I'm like as long as you're taking all the precautions that like the government on your travel guide or, or yeah. whoever you've booked with would recommend exactly. I just think
1: why I'm would you go right. to just sit in a hotel? Oh the mind I honestly it baffles me. It absolutely <laughs> baffles me. But yeah there is so many but then you know things like Airbnb are great because that actually makes you get out you have to meet
0: a local yeah you you? do and then they give you some
1: great tips
0: Mm, I love asking Airbnb hosts for their local tips I had the best place I ever went was Argentina and we would not have got into this best restaurant in Argentina, but it was a closed restaurant. Mm. It was just this guy's house, but she was friends with him.
1: Mm. So she was
0: like, leave it with me, I'll get you in tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. And because we hadn't really had any concept of it, I remember we went and then we were just expecting like a a normal restaurant with an ATM machine. It's just his house and his kitchen. So we had to just go, can we just leave the money with our Airbnb host? And because we did that it was absolutely fun
1: yeah exactly and and it's about that's kind of the beauty about meeting people is trusting people and if you're if you are going to be speaking to a local then the chances are they're going to recommend a local restaurant and then chances are because the local restaurant hopefully it'll be you know local produce that they're using and you know it's rather than going to I don't know tgi fridays or whatever just yeah. because you know it
0: yeah exactly Or are like oh look there's a mcdonald's in another country like nah, oh i know we go shopping for stuff i'm like shopping and eating the same way we do at home just seems to me like why bother traveling you should have just stayed at home right yeah. if you're not going to eat local meet the locals and absolutely. shop local
1: absolutely i couldn't agree more yeah no i'm i'm a big fan of just packing your bag not planning anything (laughs) and just seeing where it takes you and going on recommendations when you're in in it now, I'm when an I'm over t- planner, so oh, yeah, maybe I need uh, to take a leaf out of your
0: book because uh, my husband just wants to like, he's like, I just want to sit and mooch, I want to have a little coffee, then mooch and have a little beer. And I'm like,
1: but I need to, to see the sights,
0: so I need to, yeah. yeah, we kind of have to meet in the middle a bit more. Well, the
1: best things are the one, the unexpected, yeah. I mean, when I go for work, it's a totally different story. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, when you go into your travel guides, you're yeah. very much
0: working, not really, We're very much, area. and we've
1: done our research, mm-hmm. um, very much so. and you know, I we, we we go we go to countries that obviously I've been to before on personal level. But we go to places that I've not been. So before I get there, I have to feel like I've been there mm-hmm. Um to really know what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, and to put
0: the guides together.
1: Yeah, and yeah. also making sure that we because we are showing off this country and we're we're going on tour guides and stuff. Making sure that we are choosing sustainable tour companies to work with, um and we're showing. The destination as a whole, but we're showing how to explore that destination in a sustainable and responsible way. Yeah, um, our, our guides aren't all about sustainable travel, um, but I try to drip feed them in as you know, little tips as we go, and we have made ones that have been completely about. Sustainable travel, which is Maybe. which is really great. So, but we're learning as we go, and, and sort of our podcast, Green on the Go. That's what that has been a conversation with industry professionals that we can learn, and then we can take those tips when we travel. Um, and make these travel guides and then we can share them with our viewers and our listeners um, as well because I think we're just all on this journey together.
0: Completely. And I have to say, I loved the episode of Green On The Go you did where you were chatting about having hired an electric car abroad. Yeah. Because some people might be like slightly put off if they don't have an electric car at home. Yeah. And just hearing like the literal, like this is how we plugged it in and it was did easy and we did this and we did
1: that. Because it's scary trying new stuff. Yeah. It's like if you don't know what you're going to be getting yourself into. It can put people off, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know that we've got holiday extras, so uh, the company that, that so we, we work for, we predominantly sell airport hotels and airport parking. And um, Nice, because the
0: airport's often not the nicest bit, no, is it? Not, not. <laughs> so anything you can do to make that nicer? Yeah.
1: So we've actually um, created um, a system where you can search for places where you can charge your electric vehicle wow. um, in the airport. So you know that you can park somewhere but you can charge it up and on you go. So Amazing. yeah, there is little things that are changing. Um, but I think that's this is we're just we're learning with it and it's for me it's definitely about how you travel um, to places. Okay, traveling's not great but if you're gonna do it, do it responsibly, do it sustainably, do it consciously. Mm. I think that's what it what it is and and do it for good reason.
0: Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm.
1: And going and sitting
0: in an all-inclusive hotel, maybe not such a good
1: reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Talking about how, like, attitudes
0: have changed, what's that word? Flight scam? Flight scam, yeah, Swedish
1: word, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had a flight scam? So what actually is it, for those people who might not know? So flight scam translates as flight shame. And essentially, it's a Swedish word that's sort of come overseas and it's, it basically means... A bit like, like a f- Yeah, Plogging. yeah, plogging is the other one. Picking up plastic whilst you're jogging, Um, which basically means if you're flying, shame on you, how dare you? And it's like Mm. a guilt trip. Um, And to an extent, I like that because actually, it's it's pointing fingers at people and going, "Hang on a moment, think about what you're doing." However, there is like there is anxiety that that is related to, to to things like that and. We don't want to be creating more mental health problems in the world because of it. So I think it's all about encouraging people and sort of rather than being like, how dare you be flying? Like, how dare you? What are you doing? You know, be like, oh, okay, you're flying here. Oh, that's cool. Have an amazing time. And next time, did you know that you can you can get the train? Yeah. You know, or um, or. okay, well, if you're if you're flying that way, then. I suggest you book uh, an, an airport lounge because that means that you don't need to use the plastic on the plane and you can fill up yeah. in the lounge instead uh, with, and not use any plastic.
0: Yeah, you know, not buy those plastic yeah. meals when you're on the flight because you've already eaten. Yeah, you That's
1: don't want to scare tip. people off, I think, because people can sometimes run the opposite way. Um, you know, That's and at really the end important. of the day, to travel is all about, you know, if you're going to be going on a holiday sense, switching off, letting go, you know, and a lot of people. They travel and they almost want to forget and they want to leave their problems behind. So they might think, oh, OK, I'm, I'm recycling at home. I'm, you know, conscious about what I eat. But when I go away on holiday, <laughs> woo-hoo, I can do whatever I like. Um, and it's it's about, you know, encouraging people to to continue and be conscious whilst they're going away. Just because they're on holiday doesn't mean they can completely switch off from
0: the world. <laughs> That's a really good point. That That is a really good point. Um, we've talked a lot on the podcast about how great travel is but I read a really interesting article that kind of backs up this point about not giving people too much guilt that actually it's like 4% of people who are frequently flying for business when they don't really need to oh, that's yeah. the worst bit of travel and actually transportation I think is like 14% of greenhouse gas emissions yeah. I think um, which is nowhere near as bad as the fashion industry the fashion
1: industry is getting away with murder right. it really is
0: It's horrendous. So just remember that if anyone tries to flight scam you, okay,
1: (laughs) just you remember what we told you. Yeah, as long as you're wearing something from a charity shop, you're fine. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, debop and eBay, guys. debop and eBay. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I have to ask you, where do you think is the best place you've ever been in the world?
1: Oh, I I think it's Sri Lanka. Wow, I loved it there. I I mean, I'm I love just yoga and surfing and like. The reasons why yes, I travel. A lot you teach of the yoga as well, don't you? As well. And that's like a hub for it. um It's such a beautiful country. The, the people are so kind. The food is amazing. <sighs> and it's a lot of you can to be vegan or veggie there. It's just in their culture. It's cultural, isn't it? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, which is actually absolutely incredible. You know, traveling around the country as well, the, the train journeys are some of the best in the world like Ella to Candy is one of the most beautiful train journeys and it takes like seven hours so you're, you're getting through a lot of the country but you're just sitting outside and just watching just the beautiful rolling hills as you go up into the wow. mountains it is absolutely stunning absolutely stunning um, I recent because I love Sri Lanka so much. I've recently been over to Kerala in India. I was going to say and Kerala is like I was. Like, I'm sure that's near there. I'd it's love very to go there yeah. As well. So the reason we went there was because I was like, well, I've done Sri Lanka before. I would go back, but let's go and see another part of the world. And um, India has been in, obviously you see pictures of India, it's plastic everywhere and really. it's and they 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 I think they sort of been a bit a bit they've struggled to sort of um, grab the reins there. But Kerala is doing a lot, and there was literally signs everywhere saying don't forget to recycle your you know if you've got plastic recycle it they've actually put a complete ban on plastic bags that's amazing so any you know if we bought something it would be in a sort of a paper bag or a material bag um as India goes it is really ahead of the game that's um, so nice
0: to hear yeah when you think like oh we'll never get rid of all this plastic but no. you can travel and see countries where yeah. they're able to live quite fine without it
1: yeah oh absolutely and, and don't get me wrong it's not perfect and there are, there are places where it neither is are we though are we so exactly um, counteracting that the place that I really felt was sort of behind the times and it shouldn't have been was New York really yeah I was really disappointed when I went there you know you go into a shop and you get an apple and it'd be wrapped in plastic Oh and, and I remember I had my reusable coffee cup and I went to get coffee and I said, can you put it in there? And they looked at me like I was a complete weirdo. I,
0: sw- I remember reading a stat that Americans have a much higher like carbon footprint than yeah. us here in Europe. And I yeah. suppose, yeah, it must be all those little things that they just haven't grasped yeah. yet. Yeah,
1: and it really surprised me thinking it's a, such a, a country that sh- is in the Western world and it should... to be leading sh- the way. It's got the money to do it. Mm-hmm. So it sort of baffled me, but, you know we've all got a big part to play in it and I think the fact that a lot of countries are now putting a tourism tax on is really great because this is so what does this go
0: to because people maybe have paid it when they've been in a hotel or something and not really understood
1: yeah so it just one I think one side of it it can prevent people from wanting to travel places it just sort of limits the amount of people coming in Bhutan have it um, which means that it's got quite a high tourism tax. If you're going to go there, you really want to go there. Okay, you know, yeah. Because you, which is you're good. investing in... And this means the money goes and invests back into the environment, back into the community. Um, I was in the Philippines last year, and they um, El Nido, which is like that very obvious... If you've only seen a picture of the Philippines the It's always there. The chances are it's El Nido. <laughs> okay. it's, like the, it's like the lagoons, right? Okay, right. right. Um, and obviously, because it's so beautiful, everyone wants to go there. But what they've done now is they put a tourism tax there um, and they over, they've over they limited the amount of boats that go out every day, and you can't go to all the lago- lagoons on these boat trips. And there's lots of people out there that were going, whoa, that's not fair, I can't believe it. And it's like, hang on a moment, you're lucky enough to get you going to one lagoon. <laughs> the reason they're doing this is because, yeah, that photo looks like you're the only one in that lagoon, but you get to it, and there was a lot of people there, and it's just... You know, and a lot of the coral in the Philippines has died as well and and it's really sad. So But it's good to see that they're doing something about it. They're doing something about it and at least the money is going back into the environment, going back into as as well, educating the locals who are working in the tourism industry within their country. I think that's another big thing that I'm passionate about is is tour operators and making sure you find a sustainable tour operator that really knows what they're talking about and really cares about what they're showing you and making sure that for example we were in cape verde a couple of years ago making a travel guide and they've got this area which um has loads of lemon sharks basking and sort of eating and whatever and they're, they're really i think they're quite friendly sharks but um our tour guide didn't let us go further than I think he wanted to make sure there was five metres between us and the and the shark. So we could see them from afar, but we weren't we couldn't really we didn't see them we're very well. Swimming with them, yeah. There was other tall guys that were just wading in. And mm. if they're letting their customers do that as well, mm. then You're <laughs> destroying the th- reason that people are going yeah, there if exactly. you're not careful you're gonna ruin it for people in the future as well. So um finding a yeah, tour operator that really understands what it's doing. We we work a lot with a, a charity called the Travel Foundation. Okay, and they're amazing, amazing look them up. And they um, actually go into countries and they work with the local community to make them understand tourism and obviously create a sustainable tourism environment. Um, so they might teach locals about how to sell to um, to tourists or. In Cape Verde, they're working with the hotels to encourage them to reduce their plastic and all sorts of stuff like that, the greener hotel scheme they have running. um, Mm -hmm. And they're sort of picking out tourism companies just to educate them about what is sustainable tourism and how it can benefit them in the future. Otherwise, if they've got all these tourists coming and then in 10 years' time it's not as beautiful as it used to be, they're not going to have any tourists come and... Ten years later, and it's smart that they're realising that because yeah. that would completely
0: there's your economy gone if yeah. it's m- mostly based on tourism.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's like, so it's, good. It's they, they they do some amazing stuff. We saw we went to visit them in Cyprus, and um, they've got a plastic campaign. They're doing an iron and um, it's obviously quite a tricky place to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Because people are out drinking, people are really there for the party, oh, aren't they? Big time, up, yeah. hmm. big time. But they're, you know, they're working with the hotels, mainly the hotels there. I think mm-hmm. um, just to encourage them to not give people the option of using plastic. Yeah, I think if it's not there, people
0: will use a reusable cup in yeah. water fountain. Absolutely um thank you so much it's been full of awesome great tips but i have two questions that we need to ask you you we ask all of our guests we are lovers, not haters plastic is a great item but we're just using it in the wrong way so india is there a favorite plastic item in your life could you say i think it would
1: have to be my paddleboard
0: so oh, I was really done, yeah, so I'm very
1: lucky to live by the coast and um I live by the coast but we don't have surf it. <laughs> but we do have great paddleboarding conditions. This is perfect paddleboarding. So um I just love taking my board out and for me just looking the opposite direction to the coast, I like looking out to the horizon, it puts everything into perspective when you're sitting in the water, looking to the horizon and making you realise that we're so small and this world is so important and so beautiful and so big and we need to like yeah it just always puts everything into perspective so yeah I, I, it, and I, it's a second hand paddle board so there <laughs> we go yes. that, that helps Yeah, i always you. buy second hand but yeah <laughs> that's
0: a great one and you've reminded me as well I need to get back into paddleboarding. yeah it's great and Lizzie everyone Carr can do it. it and I just really need to do more of it I love it yeah um, finally as well India your environmental
1: hero My environmental hero Okay, this is a bit of a guilty confession, I think, because uh, <laughs> it's been a new one for me that I've just suddenly got a newfound obsession with. Ben Fogel. <laughs> oh! <laughs> He's great! He's great! The Fogle, The Fogel. <laughs> He's like UN patron for the wilderness he does some amazing things to raise money he's he loves the wilderness and wildlife he's very very outdoorsy isn't he Super i think he outdoorsy. tried to take his
0: wife like on their first date on some like outdoor adventure and she was like not She's having like, it she was like, i thought we were going to a nice hotel for the weekend yeah.
1: but what i think is great about him is he really embodies that whole like bigger traveler be an adventurer he goes places to really absorb the culture and just to see what else is out there. And he has a um, show on Channel 5 which is Escape to the Wilderness, mm, or Escape yes. to the Wild. And what I think is great about that show is that it, it it shows people how they can live their life in a different way. And often these people are, are in the woods or they're scavenging or foraging or, you know, they're bringing up their kids in yurts in the middle of New, New wow. Zealand. Um, and he consciously quite often I've seen on his Instagram he'll be like oh you know I I often he has like flight shame or whatever and thinking (laughs) I fly a lot and I feel really conscious about it but he's sort of saying I'm showing people there is a different way to living get out of your car and explore the woods right yeah and and how important it is and we don't need to be all boxed in you know it's there's not one way of doing something there's so many different ways of living and These people are doing it and it's inspiring other people to do it. It's inspiring me. Oh, my goodness. I just keep talking to my boyfriend about how we can have a campsite somewhere in the wilderness. I love that. Be more Ben Fogel. Yeah, definitely.
0: (laughs) As someone who also works for ITV, I should point out Ben Fogel uh, does also do uh, Countrywise on ITV with Liz Bonin. I'd love to interview both of you on this podcast if either of you are listening. A big thank you to India Pearson there from Green On The Go podcast from Holiday Extras. Holiday Extras website if you want to check out. It's holidayextras.co.uk and make sure you subscribe to the Green On The Go podcast wherever you listen. I mean, how lucky for India to have both personal and work trips. My work trips mainly involve getting on the district line. Um, Very excited that Booking.com is going to be doing more Green Star sort of ratings. Um, I've been having a little search. I can't find them. So if you do, uh, do let me know. And I love the idea of flight scam becoming a thing we talk about, I'm less keen on the shaming. Like, fair enough if you shame yourself. I'm seeing lots of people discussing having a flight-free 2020, which I think is interesting. Um, It's more like showing off that we're not taking flights. I think there's an airline called Delta in the US, which is also hoping to be carbon neutral very, very soon. We'll see how that turns out, shall we? Guys, this one has come at a perfect time, this episode, because I'm actually going on holiday to Australia. I know, I know, a long-haul flight, but I am going direct uh, next week. So when I post next week's podcast, I'm actually going to be in the outback somewhere. Um, I have offset my travel, and I'm going to totally try and take on board some of India's brilliant tips there. And as she mentioned the Brilliant Travel Foundation. If you want to find out more, I'm going to link to them in the show notes as well. Okay, on to today's eco-life hack. We have one every single episode. Today's, I hope you're not going to shout at me and get on the social media and tell me this is a cop-out. But not one, but two former guests on The Age of Plastic are up for awards at the moment. Ella Deesh from the Plastic Free Period campaign, which she has done all by herself, uh, she's up for a Resource Media Award. Uh, she's been on the podcast very recently. And last year, brilliant stand-up paddleboarder and founder of Plastic Patrol, Lizzie Carr. Uh, she's actually up for the Stylist Magazine's Remarkable Women Award. I'm asking you, please, as your eco-life hack this week to go and vote for both of them. I'll put the links to those in the show notes. Okay. Okay. Next week on the Age of Plastic podcast, I'm going to be chatting to the co-founder of Flow Water, Rich Rasgatis, about fighting the big plastic companies. Uh, Right now, though, it's time to finish all that packing. I'll see you next time on the Age of Plastic podcast.